Hello and welcome to episode one of No Laughing Matter. With Hello me, there. With me, Dom. And me, Jack. So I suppose the first thing is to try and stop my voice sounding like a sex line operator, <laughs> but we'll come to more of that later. Whereas my voice is fine sounding like a sex line operator. That's... If you have tuned into this podcast mistakenly looking for porn, <laughs> stick around, you might still get your jollies. Um, so, I mean, the more we talk, the more I'm thinking of the audience that we're cutting out as we go on. I was just like, well, my mum can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah, none um, of my workmates are listening in. I think my dad's now off the list as, yeah. as well. Uh, the first thing to do, if you are listening to this, uh, whether you like it or not, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you listening to us today. As mentioned, we are Dom and Jack, and this is our first podcast where we're going to be talking about insert blank here. So let's kick it off. Anything happened to you today, Dom? Uh, with definitely nothing's happened to me today. Um, we we've had our first our first photo shoot, which was interesting. It was a it was athletic. I mean, I'm I'm nervous to have this be the first thing we talk about a photo shoot that we've done because it doesn't make us you know we need to relate to the average the average Joe. And the average Joe hasn't jumped on my back and pulled a silly face, uh, which which I which I have. Yes, that's true. In fact, I'd go as far to say that you're now closer to me than my wife of two years. And we've done things today that I wouldn't do with her. In case anyone's wondering, it's just jumping on each other's back. And if I did that to her, she'd divorce me. So it's been a very interesting day so far. A lot of good photos will be going up on the website soon. So have a look at us larking about, jumping in fireplaces, pretending to smack each other and nearly crying. More on that later. Um, so first things first, I think we should go through the, the top five movie heroes and the top five movie villains. Uh, it was an article I read in uh, in a magazine the other day and I just thought we uh, I don't know I thought we could do better to be honest I wasn't no I like it list. while you're doing that I will be googling away to find out what the internet thinks okay um, do you want to do heroes or villains first I think let's start with heroes okay, heroes, uh, heroes is always a good um, one okay let's not uh, so number five are we going top five let's go top five um, for me in Indiana Jones is number five Okay, I'll let you have that. Yeah, uh, are we ignoring Kingdom of the Christmas Crystal Skull here? I don't know what you're talking about. We'll put, we'll have you seen the way. most recent Indiana Jones? Do you mean the Last Crusade? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, you're right. No, the three the three Indiana Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. films uh, with no sequels or spin-offs was was brilliant. It was great. Um, it was fantastic. And so, I mean, that's my solid number five. Now, I'm I'm a big big Rocky fan. Okay. Now, in a fight. Can I can I just make it clear when you say you're a big Rocky fan, you're yeah. you're a Rocky fan, but you're actually you know a small. Oh. I don't want anyone who hasn't <laughs> met Dom to think he's like a big seventeen stone fan of boxing drama. So just thought I'd clear that up first. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little big fan. I'm a big hearted fan of <laughs> of Rocky, but not in a medically concerning <laughs> manner. It's not like you have cardiomyopathy or anything like that. Yet, as this goes on, yeah. I may develop a small case. But anyway, so I'm I'm, I'm torn between those two at number five, and I think it. I think it depends who else is on the list, if I'm, if I'm honest. Well, I'm just having a bit of a look down. I found a list of top 100 great okay. movie heroes, which is kind of reminding me of some of the classics. But at number five, in with a bullet, it's going to have to be John McClane of the Die Hard series. Now, I haven't seen the most recent one. I like what they're doing with the names. They had like Die Hard 1, Die Hard 2, then Die Hard with a Vengeance, and then Live Fast and Die Hard, and then A Good Day to Die Hard. 
and then I, I like live to think free and die hard. Leave, live free and die hard and it's leave kind of, free leave free yeah <laughs> did no. that have the other Joaquin <laughs> <laughs> no the other Phoenix brothers isn't it Leaf Phoenix or is that Joaquin Phoenix he was probably called Leaf I, I'm not up on my Phoenixes uh. at the moment but he's one two three brilliant films four he's getting a bit older it's still John McClane Five, it's you know what you get with a diehard film. You don't go to a diehard film and think, mm, I wonder if this is going to be one of the Oscar stables for this year. You're going to get explosions, you're going to get mild racism to Eastern European countries, which is it's how they roll. You're going to get catchphrases that people don't say anymore, but you kind of wish they did, such as Yippie Kaye, another effort. Have you ever played the diehard drinking game? I thought you were going to say the Die Hard PlayStation game, no, which was no, no, amazing, no. but you not the drinking the game. The Die Hard drinking game. So the Die Hard drinking game is you take a, sh- uh, you you have to take a drink whenever John McClane says something witty. But okay. You, but you also have to take two drinks whenever John McClane says something witty, and no one else is around to hear <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, the one, the one that springs to mind completely is when he he's looking at that, you know. Spoilers if you've not seen <laughs> Die Hard One. If you've but, not seen Die Hard One, yeah, seriously, what when the he's fuck? Lo- when he's looking out of the plaza and he's looking down at the police car and he's just, you know, who's driving this thing, Stevie Wonder? And you're like, <laughs> who is that? Who is that for? My other favorite one is when he's in the vent and he has to be really, really. We have to be really quiet. <laughs> We're hiding from some terrorists. <laughs> and yet, in Elmer the middle Ferb, of the vent, Die Hard. in the middle of the vent, he just says, you know, his. Yeah, sure. I come to California, have a couple of that, and you're like, <laughs> if self was really your the thing you were most worried about, why are you wisecracking in the lift? It is kind of like <laughs> just walk through a rough neighbourhood, saying that you know, oh gee, I hope I don't get mugged. You yeah. know, just keep the thoughts maybe, internally. Maybe uh, moving through a rough neighbourhood with like a sandwich board that may say something <laughs> inflammatory on it. That, that, that might would be make the, a great film. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd pay to see that film. So yeah, number five, John McClane, Die Hard, a classic. Are you giving number five? I still can't make up my mind between in, both Indiana Jones and Rocky are number five for me. It's a little bit of a cop out, but that's another okay, Bruce gonna... Willis film. Cop- so, so this podcast getting way too intellectual for my time. So, I'm gonna so, have, okay, so I'm ducking and diving here. The number four. Uh, my number four would be uh, would probably be Bond if you're gonna have if you're gonna because. But I'm thinking. See, I don't know if I need to be really specific with myself. Do I need to? Yeah, there's, there's too to... many Bonds. I mean, you know, Pierce Brosnan Bond is very different to Daniel Craig Pond. Pond? Amelia Pond? Doctor I've, Who? I've had this. I've had this. I've had this discussion with someone, and I think, I think it's probably going to happen. I'm going to go with Pierce Brosnan in Goldeneye would be my number four because you need. I think you need James Bond on the list, and actually, that's the one. That's the one that's going to do it. You know, a Bond I can relate to. A Bond with a hairy chest. A Bond who's a drinker. A Bond who, do, you know, the Bond who doesn't have time to spend so many, to, so much time on his low carb diet so that he looks good in his blue shorts. Are we calling Pierce Brosnan fat? We're not calling. I mean, the thing is, now I sound like I'm Daniel Craig bashing, which is quite a a statement I wouldn't think I'd, I'd have said today. Right. But I just, I don't know. How, how, how are you feeling on? I, I don't like Bonds. I mean, I saw Skyfall. I thought it was brilliant because it wasn't like the other Bonds. I just, all the ones I've seen in the past, all the classics, they're too cheesy. There's just, the villains are too predictable. Okay, and I know a best, lot of people like that. Best uh, Bond girl name <laughs> of them all. Oh, God. It's something like Ivana Pussy or something. <laughs> what is it? Pussy Galore, that's it. <laughs> You know, come on. My my favorite has to be in the world is not enough, which is 
a pretty oh, dire Bond film. But know, yeah. her name is Christmas, and her name is only Christmas. So yeah. for the PG three, uh, the the PG thirteen joke at the end, which can be altogether. Yeah, you do it. I, I, <laughs> listeners can't say this. I'm literally just well, let's not, let's not face palming right, at the moment. Right, right at the end of so the film, go go and rent. The world is not enough, <laughs> yes. or whatever it's called. Tomorrow never dies. Um, please insert orally. Whatever the James Bond films are called these days, go and rent it. Watch it. If you ever come back, thank you. If, yes, you, if, if you've kind of taken that recommendation and now just cancelled the internet, I do apologise. But yep, that's your fine. number four—that's absolutely fine. I don't know. I don't know. It's... Okay. Uh, Shall I go in with my number four? Number four yeah, I think we've said four. enough yeah, about yeah. James Bond for one yeah. day. My number four is going to be—I'm going to have four of them, and that's the Ghostbusters. Because uh, number four, number four—that's that's clever. That's nice. Four for number four. I'd say it's just like a freight train. <laughs> yes, this podcast, you know. Frasier, fuck you. This is the intellectual debate right here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Ghostbusters here. It's kind of like they're proper New York above everything else guys. of every every movie here. You're gonna go with you got Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Dan You've Aykroyd. Got Dan Aykroyd. You've got um, Ernie Hudson. I'm waiting. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, the guy, the director guy, Harold Ramis. Okay. Who wrote it and directed it? What? Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. I'm, hey, this is your number four. Have you four. seen Ghostbusters? I have seen oh, Ghostbusters. Oh, that's all right then. I thought we were going down a difficult path then. But it's like, they're relatable, they're fun, they've got a lot of... The science and the tech appeals to the geek in me as well. I mean, everybody wanted one of those proton packs and, you know, you'd go and, you know, your poor parents would give you a house brick and it'd be like a ghost catcher and you'd throw it at other people and say, <laughs> I caught you and, you know, and then break their toes and... I had a guy at school who made his own proton pack with a vacuum cleaner <laughs> um, and it was it was literally I think it was like the love child of a vacuum cleaner <laughs> and a rucksack um, oh, that's it, it was I mean I was jealous at the time now we laugh I was jealous but it's just I just of... couldn't think spending a day like, it's not a hoover <laughs> it's a proton pack the thing was I don't remember it being for any fancy dress party in particular I just remember him <laughs> so he just rocked up one day <laughs> I think we would you know growing up on the, the hard streets of Bristol he just would come out with a jumpsuit and this thing strapped to his back see, I see a lot of kids who like you know and we're talking toddler kids they'll yeah. go out in their Spider-Man outfit or you know their parents will buy him a Batman or a Spider-Man outfit and you're like oh that's so cute and you know that's fine when you're two or three but when you get to, I mean, how old was this kid? He must have been what? We were, ooh, I mean, eight or nine would be my guess. Oh, well, it's kind it's of pushed. Yeah, borderline. it's borderline. We I thought you were teens. We definitely yeah, were you weren't like thirteen or fourteen year old. Having just... said that, my, uh, my my auntie from my nineteenth birthday gave me uh, a, a two two photos, one of which was me dressed as Batman, aged three or four. Next to a picture of me dressed as Captain America, age nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> in a kind of oh yeah, you know they don't they don't grow up they just they just, you know they just get cooler costumes. This is, yeah, that my sister, but, but it was exactly the same. The one when I was three was bought for me. The one when I was nineteen was lovingly hand sewn <laughs> by my sister, <laughs> who I had kind of. It needs more stars. <laughs> oh God, I remember that. You dragged me around Bristol looking for just the right shoes to go with your Captain America outfit. Oh, happy memories. But we digress. It's got to yeah. be the Ghostbusters. Okay. And that showdown, the showdown of the film is, is with an enormous marshmallow. 
you know and it's brilliant it is brilliant you know you write that on paper if you go to warner brothers or fox and say yes yeah, these four guys they they bust ghosts and for the big climactic fight it's it's like a big marshmallow and they're like oh, that's brilliant that's a me here have some cash have some money go and make it it's just they don't do that anymore and no. it was it worked and it was perfect ghostbusters number See, four do you remember the cartoon I think so. I remember. The, the, I remember the, cartoon, the comics. I, I mean, like the biggest difference that I can remember in the cartoon was no Bill Murray, and it's not Ghostbusters then. And the fact that the uh, the director had blonde hair. That the the character in the cartoon. The director. The you know uh, Egon. Do oh. Egon. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's yeah. Literally, every time I have to remember the character's name, in my head it just goes Do Re Egon. <laughs> and I just remember who who said it. I like it. I was, I was just coming here earlier, and I was just thinking that for some reason I just couldn't get that. Uh, I don't know if it's Ghostbusters one or two, and Bill Murray's going like cats and dogs living together, total anarchy, <laughs> and just walking through St. Paul's, and I was just going through my mind. I, I ran, man. But yep, Ghostbusters okay. number four. I Perfect. think my favourite Ghostbusters is. Uh, what, what is that? Uh, you know, did you cause an explosion? Yeah, Dickless here made sure of that. <laughs> is, that is this true? It's, it's true. true. This, this man, man has no dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's brilliant. Okay, I, you saw all right. Give four. me a number three then. Number three would be. Now I'm I'm I am avoiding things that were on your list. I think. I think that's the only way this list is going to be okay. be interesting. Otherwise, we'll just no, no. Gonna, that's fair. We're going to talk about yeah, Die Hard yeah. again for quite some time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, like Han Solo's in my head, but I feel like having Harrison Ford, you know, I'll give you that. Because, having Harrison yeah. Ford already on the list, I feel like it's a cop out to then have the other character. Not not cool. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. And so I, I think I'm going to say, I'm going to say Christopher Reeve Superman. I think is my number three. Now, it's, it's, sell it to me. It's well. The thing is, I don't know if it's him or if it's him and that music whenever he flies, <laughs> because there's something about John Williams' score when it when it's kind of do 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 and you just know something really. That's a copyright infringement, right there. Is it? Well, composers listening to things like that. Those guys are gonna get it. Do da do try and get me now but <laughs> I know those hums <laughs> did we write those hums <laughs> just, just lawyers right as we speak throwing papers around hey where are these emails coming hum. from yeah exactly so um, yeah I mean Superman it's, I, I remember I mean you'll tell me which film it is it's kind of that at the very end there's that woman she kind of gets pulled into the machine gets turned into this evil robot woman that is a Superman film not a dream right it must be two or three that kind of running away and oh come on don't look, don't look at me like I'm a moron <laughs> so hang on, let me just right. let me just set the scene again she's a bad there's guy there's this woman <laughs> who gets sucked into a machine and then comes out what film have you been what film have you been no, watching no alright let me try again okay she's a bad guy it's towards the end right um is it a Superman film yeah she's kind of they're all running away from some sort of big explosion there's machinery going haywire uh, the bad guy runs out or this other guy runs out she's the last person and she kind of gets sucked back into the machine she kind of gets loads of wires kind of cybermaned up what machine is this? I don't know it's <laughs> some kind of evil machine it does the things only, I mean it, the, the, from memory 
you know, I'm not, the the star, the uh, Superman films aren't stress, uh, fresh in my head, but from memory, the only one with a female villain is, is Superman number two. When you have the the prisoners that come back in the the sheet of uh, the sheet of glass, <laughs> they're imprisoned in that. Oh, sheet of glass. good, yeah. And it's kind of it's just spinning and tumbling through space, and it lands on land. Does it land on Earth? I, you know, the, the details mo- escape me, but with such details as get sucked into the machine. I might have to let you have Christopher Reeve's Superman because it seems the only Superman film I've ever seen wasn't, wasn't in a fact Superman. a Superman film. Because not even in the even ah, were you, were you thinking of the new Superman Returns? No, it's an old one. <laughs> Oh no! Th- okay, I'll let you have it. That's that's fine. I'm I'm really kind of my references are all off here. I've probably never seen a Superman film in my life, other than that one where he gets that woman pregnant and then flies away, flies away from his responsibilities. Is that a Superman <laughs> film? Well, possibly because this is right. This was the thing. So in in Superman Returns, right? Um, Superman comes back, and we discover Superman's come back because he's been looking for other Kryptonians, right? Uh, and hasn't found any so he's come back and now Lois Lane has a child with the guy who's meant to be in X-Men he's supposed to be Cyclops in X-Men but he's not anymore Uh, and yeah but then all of a sudden but she no longer remembers being in a relationship with Superman the Lois Lane that's in Superman Returns and yet all of a sudden halfway through that film her child throws a piano at the bad guy. I mean, we don't see it, but it's what we are sort of led to believe. And yet, she at no point questions, why? when did I have Superman's baby? When did me and Superman get together? Because you've got to think, the man <laughs> of steel, you'd remember a night with him. You know? Well, that's... I, 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 just, I just don't... I just really don't... I just really don't get it. I cannot... Because at the end of Superman 2, he kisses Lois Lane and she forgets everything. Now, again, it's not a superpower I remember from the comic book, but... Did Tim Burton direct this film? Because it sounded very, very no. back to front. It's just, it was just odd. It was just odd. So then Superman Returns was kind of building off that, but just made... No, it was the first whiny, emo Superman that we've ever had I, I'm, I'm going to have to sit this one out because none of what you're saying is even vaguely familiar to okay. me so I think people have been telling me it's a Superman film <laughs> and they're just trolling me yeah. it could just be like you know a serial advert and they're saying oh yeah it's a new Superman film and so it's it, you're number three I can't argue with that okay I mean have you have you seen however the new Superman trailer Man of Steel yes I mean oh Zack Snyder's in it um Christopher Nolan's uh, producing yeah yeah Yeah. it's they could do anything they could you know they could make me a sandwich and if Zack Snyder and you know Christopher Nolan did it I'd, I'd I'd put it in a frame and hang it up those guys are amazing really I'm so nervous and I know that sounds that sounds incredible. Right, the, how sad my life now seems that I've said that's. I'm so nervous that I'm out of <laughs> oh steel. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, certainly. Please but, stay faithful to the fans. But no, but every time I see anything, I'm kind of like, it looks good. Do you know? It's that kind of. Did 300 disappoint you? No. Did not, Sin not City one, disappoint did, you? No. Did Watchmen disappoint you? Yes. Okay. Did Sucker Punch disappoint oh, me? I love that film. Oh, it, oh I just ah. Oh. It, I've got it's so, a hamburger I've film. I've got so many problems with it. I've got so many problems with it. Come on, so, go. We've said this so before. It's a hamburger it. film. It's not. It's not going to win awards. It's not one of those steak films that's really refined. You watch Sucker Punch. It's yeah. dude. It's girls 
dancing to music and kung fu. This, is, got... this is the analogy I was told by, by Nev Pierce, who is a quite a famous film journalist, who said about you get two types of films, one of which is a steak. And you, you know, it's good for you, it's cooked well, it's prepared well, it's expensive, it's a steak. And some films are kind of hamburgers. And so, you know, you know steak's good for you. If you had to live off one, you'd live off steak. But every now and again, you just want a hamburger. I don't think that applies to Sucker Punch. Is that also a euphemism for cheating on your wife as well? Uh, I, I, <laughs> the phrase I really want to say... If you're listening, Jess, yes, hello. Yes, <laughs> Is this Jess... Jessica, or I, I, let's not go down yeah, this yeah, road. But we're here to uh, right, make okay. podcasts, not destroy so, marriages. What was really exciting about Sucker Punch? The action in it, because Three Hundred was great, Sin yep. City was great. What was really exciting for me was a cast full of female characters. Uh, I, I think not something you see very often. Zack Snyder has, do you know what I mean? The woman in uh, the Queen in Three Hundred, strong. You know, she leads uh, Sparta while. Jared Butler's doing his thing in his pants. Yep. She's in charge. What? That's great. Oh, yeah. Yep. When you said doing his thing in his pants. Yeah, well... Yeah, he's doing his thing whilst yeah, wearing yeah. pants. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> uh, in Sin City, you've got a low... You know... I mean, again, I'm not going to hold any of these up as kind of brilliant feminist uh, kind of... Well, especially not Sin City. Especially not Sin City. But they are proper fleshed out female characters. So then you've got Jack Snyder making a film... Which is a cast full of women mm. who are literally just put in skimpy costumes for the whole thing. I'll admit, it, like, if you were to show me sequences from Sucker Punch, yep. I would say that's the best thing ever. Like, but however, the, if we were going back to Superman, when if you show me the plane scene in Superman Returns, when Superman stops the plane from crashing that's got Lois Lane on it and yep. has the shuttle on it, which actually... Uh, a little little fact: this, one of the the plane shuttle in Superman is piloted by Richard Branson. He's an actor in the film. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. If you watch nice. it, you'll see that it's Richard Branson flying. Richard Branson, who's also in Skyfall, not Skyfall, uh, Casino Royale. Is he? When they're at, when they're at the airport. Do you, uh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> when when, uh, when Daniel Craig's at the airport looking for the bomb, Richard Branson is ahead of him in the like the internet. Uh, the internet, the the airport, the internet, security. airports, internet, the airport security. He's a uh, he's ahead of them, which is quite cool. Sharp um, eyes, never noticed yeah. that. So keep your peepers peeled for Richard Branson um, popping up in your favorite yeah, films. So the 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 plane sequence, phenomenal. Mm. The film, I think, and I think Sucker Punch is exactly the same. I gotta say, you're right with Sucker. I think you've hit the nail on the head with Sucker Punch. It's kind of like it's a series of amazing sequences that when put together in one film isn't as good it's it's less than some of its parts and you're right you watch a little bit when they're doing the dance for the chef and then they're disarming a bomb on the train you're like oh god what the hell's going on it's like if you gave a 13 year old a wish list for a film it would look a lot exactly. like sucker punch and but that was that was billed to me as Zack snyder's inception but then you got to think all right you're talking about 300 i mean looking at Zack snyder here you got yeah. 300 watchmen sucker punch and all that the guy knows comic books yeah, definitely. No, I'm not sure if Sucker Punch was a comic. No, yeah, no, it wasn't. All right, so that explains why it's not as good. Well, okay, five. I'll take that. But with someone like, like you're saying, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Christopher kind of Nolan, kind of holding his hand really, on this, yeah. who knows his stuff. I mean, you that know, guy is he holding every every interview I see? Christopher Nolan's kind of pushing himself away, away from it. So is it just that? Anyway, I don't know. His name's you know all what? over it. It's got to have a lot yeah. of influence. But there's no way to know until we watch it. 
which I think is another podcast probably yeah. in and of itself. Sounds good. So is that number three or number? That was number three. Number three is Superman. Superman. So you're number three. My number three, and I've had this picture of this guy on the <laughs> MacBook, <laughs> and I see Dom looking at it, and I bet he wishes he'd gone there first. My <laughs> number three, uh, greatest hero, hero for his time, <laughs> let's say, is the dude from the Big Lebowski. And that sounds it sounds cliche, like oh, he likes the Big Lebowski. It's just name dropping there. But it's a film I watch again and again. I really enjoy it. And he's kind of, he's one of my favourite heroes. Not because he saves the day, but because it just kind of rains shit on him for the entire film. And at the end of it, he's, you know, it's still cool. I mean, yeah, that's a great film. spoiler alert, Donnie dies. And at the end, he's still like, you know, he's keeping it together. <laughs> it's It's kind of the most inspirationally depressing film you'll ever watch. And the wow. characters in there are... Is that for the poster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a little quote on the bottom yeah. there. But, I mean, it's just fantastic. He, it's He's a, a role model. <laughs> wow, that's really when fanboyistic first, of me. When I first Your thoughts? You, I could tell he was a role. Oh. Uh, Calling me a tramp, you. aren't you? Uh, I mean, not a tr- he was never a tramp, was he? See, again, this is just your reflection on the dude. I said, oh, I, I remember you... Being a and you're like, oh, you're calling me a tramp, yeah. Ah. So would you? I'm projecting my personality onto the dude. So my number two is yeah. <laughs> uh, again a sentence I didn't think. Would be. <laughs> Let's talk uh, about Dom's number two. My number two is uh, who'd be my number two? Um, I'm not sure. It's, number two is tricky because. Uh, I mean, I, for me, I think it's going to be Arnold in Terminator Two. Mm, okay. Because I think I think, you know, there's a big thing about the the, the movies men cry and the movies women cry are very very different. As a man, I shed a tear as he goes down into the lava <laughs> and puts his thumb up. I shed a tear in Armageddon when Bruce Lee's. Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis was yeah. going down into the uh, into the asteroid. Whereas it needs to be, you know, there's a different caliber of film. Generalizing massively, there's a different caliber of film. Yeah, that uh, that, that touches, the, like you said, all oh, the Big Lebowski. It's my emotional motivational. <laughs> Just there <laughs> with my tub of Ben and Jerry's yeah, yeah, and my exactly. tissue, <laughs> pissed uh, on his rug. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So so yeah. So I think number two is Arnold in Terminator Two. Again, because there's only there's only three of them. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, my number two, it's kind of a tricky one because this is my last chance to kind of get a name in before I get to the number one. The biggie. Yeah, because you kind of you know who your number one is, so it's like oh, it's the last person I can kind of talk about. And hero or villains? Now I'm going to go for a bit of a different one. There's going to be two people on this, and it is uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale in The Prestige. Okay. Now it's a bit All of an right. odd one. Are they heroes or are they villains? They kind of play against each other, but yeah. it's kind of going a bit more towards protagonist. Okay. But it's just one of those. It's again, it's a film that I can watch again and again. I remember um, I picked it up on DVD because it was cheap. It was like three three pounds ages and ages ago, and I saw it had Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. I thought I'd give it a go, and I just fell in love with it. And again, they're not typical heroes, but they're both kind of fighting. I don't know what is a hero. They're both fighting for what they believe in, you know. Uh, Christian Bale, he's got his like his wife. He's got his little girl. He's fighting for Hugh Jackman. He's fight. He wants to kind of just be the top of his game, be yeah, the best. Yeah. So in that sense, they are both heroes. The fact they're trying to constantly screw each other over, and 
there might be some people listening to this who haven't seen The Prestige because it's not one of Christopher Nolan's better, better known it's, it's films. Brilliant. It's it's up there. I think to me, it's up there with Inception, and you know, it's one of yeah. my favorite. Oh, and films, the, yeah. the kind of the twist at the end. It's one of those films you watch it to the very last second because yeah, you've seen the film. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, definitely. Even in the last couple of seconds, it's just that one last twist, and then just radio um tom york comes in at the end and it's kind of his song playing over the soundtrack yeah and it just leaves you like by the end of it you're kind of exhausted in a good way for being on this roller coaster ride it's it's nolan it's got to be i'd say at his best yeah yeah before he had the experience and the name behind him when he was just you know coming into it fairly fresh and Mm. he knocked out the prestige and you know michael kane i mean He's in most of what Christopher Nolan seems yeah, to do yeah, these yeah, days. I, like, well, I, I saw an interview with Christopher Nolan where he said, Michael Caine's done a fantastic job at making me think he's my good luck job. <laughs> 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 uh, which I thought was brilliant and very true since yeah. uh, since The Prestige, I think. Well, was Batman Begins before The Prestige? I think Batman Begins was before The Prestige. Uh, well, I'm not well, sure. I mean, I'm thinking in my head from the kind of Christ, uh, Christian Bale's weight. <laughs> if that makes sense so we got little for uh, got little for the machinist um, and then big for Batman Begins and then he was kind of medium sized for Batman yep. Begins Batman Begins 2005 The Prestige 2006 so this is off the back of Batman Begins uh, I suppose when you consider the amount of time it takes to make a film as well he would have had these projects going at pretty much the same time yeah, and yeah. Then he would have you would not have known how well Batman was going to do as his first foray into a well-known. It was it was a reboot, you know. It's a phrase that's used a lot, but it was a reboot of Batman. Well, the first sort of the first real, I mean, I, mean, I don't know, the first notable box office reboot that I can think of in recent history because it was before Superman, wasn't it? Batman Begins. Okay, yes. Where are we calling the Superman reboot successful? Uh, no, but the the Superman reboot did come after, on the hopes of being successful. I don't know. When you think of reboots, it's it's hard to get bigger than Batman. But um, my favourite thing about that film, it, which actually isn't something in the film, uh, is when Michael Caine talks about it. Uh, he says, you know, it's it's actors playing magicians, and actors get musicians because actors are obsessives doing mm. an illusion, yeah. and so are magicians. And so I, I don't, I, I never. I think that's partly why I love the film, uh, because I. That, you know, and I, I don't know. I'm sure that's true for you because you clearly liked it to put it in your number two. Oh, yeah, there's a I certain amount it. of empathy with it that it's just just goes beyond something normal. And also, I mean, David Bowie. <laughs> you know, we saw him in Labyrinth. We loved him. He comes back to <laughs> the Prestige, and it's just I'm just crying and pissing all over myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, musical yeah. icon just on screen there. And uh, Gollum, uh, Gollum as David well. David Bowie. Oh, and Richard Circus. Is it Richard Circus? Uh, Andy Circus. We might have to cut this short so yeah, I can go yeah. watch the Prestige okay, again. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, number two, no, no question. Well, speaking of cutting this short, we'll leave this at part one. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot.